0: black podcast Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession with trap beats playing in the background <laughs> how you doing sis <laughs> you yeah, this is our third time doing this we <laughs> <laughs> put our business out there <laughs> so she don't want to tell me we want to start we good we had a good week <laughs> like what <laughs> this is our third time starting the episode <laughs> i don't want to hear about your woes again it's <gasps> like so can- wow <laughs> okay just, i'm just kidding in case y'all care, <laughs> honestly, Katie,
1: don't. This podcast was a mistake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I was um, playing sis. In case y'all care, I'm in my feelings in the practice room all day today, because ain't nothing coming out. Just got so much stuff to learn and stuff. Yeah, like it's like the the weirdest thing. I feel like I don't learn new repertoire, um, like often enough me to remember what i do to get it under my fingers because now i'm trying to get so much stuff just under my fingers Mm -hmm. like just a bare minimum before i start adding all that extra junk
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um it's just not happening because i'm trying to like
0: it's it's a lot you have a lot to learn especially like i totally get that and it's like when you have like big things to learn like i'm sweating pre-screenings are due i'm still figuring out bar talks just trying to get under my fingers by the end of this month so i can like add music to it Mm -hmm i totally get where you're coming from you be in, in your feeling, sweating right it's supposed to be um i don't know if you feel, you feel like the process gets easier i mean learning music does get easier for sure but the level also gets higher so right. it's like meanwhile i can't even find my practice journal i need to find that you're so organized with practice
1: and i'll be like all right girl we, we don't organize me why i can't put my finger on where it is <laughs> organized within the journal but <laughs> don't, make, don't don't matter whether or not the journal organized
0: if I don't know where it is shut up what I go to the practice i like alright sis so oh what are we God. doing and what I noticed recently recently for me is like I'll be like alright I bet we're gonna do this this and this right mm-hmm. four hours pass I'm like okay one thing I hate we cannot spend four hours on one thing right. yeah, it'll be four hours on one page like, okay cause you're doing 20 pages it's not 20 pages but you know <laughs> right I'm just, to, I'm just trying to make it through. Listen, we, and we gonna make it, and we gonna look back and be like, "Wow, we did that, or it was done." But most likely, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> <right>. the <laughs> hopefully, the former. Right. Hopefully, the former. Hopefully, y'all can live outside your house in a box. Are you done? It's too late for this. It's too late. <laughs> um, you got news for us, yes, ma'am.
1: Um. So today, we're going to talk about uh, some fairly recent news. You know, it happened, it has passed, but still worth talking about. Um, so, as you may know, the Chicago Lyric Opera Musicians went on strike recently. Um, and basically, they went on strike because uh, management decided that they were going to cut costs, um, and they claimed that cutting costs was necessary for the uh, the opera company to serve to survive because that there's less audience demand for a grand opera. Um, but the musicians believe that it's not, that's going to cut the uh, quality of the opera. Like, you know, if you're cutting musicians, you're cutting concerts and rehearsals and all that, then the quality of the opera is going to go down. And they're like, we're Lyric Opera of Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we have this this uh, reputation to uphold. Um, so basically what the management was was trying to do, they're trying to reduce the number of guaranteed work, uh, work weeks <coughs> for orchestra players by two weeks. Um, and they're also trying to cut a couple of, um, looks like five full-time musicians um, and stop making payments for radio broadcasts um, that they said that they can't, they can't afford to present. So, you know, obviously when they're cutting full-time musicians, what? these people are, depending on this money, exactly. That comes from this job like
0: especially you're talking about musicians that are like at the top of the top I mean like you're <laughs> in the lyric opera of Chicago
1: right yeah. they're um th- like the strike has since ended mm-hmm. um but it's it's really like like disheartening to see that especially when you're going into that field that's what I was
0: gonna say like this raises concerns I'm like they they settled it and like, we're talking about like millions of dollars that they're talking about But it's like, we're, we're going into, we're going into this field and we're so new and we're so young to it. And it's like, they, they're cutting costs. We're talking about people are, there's no demand for opera anymore. And, and meanwhile at me, because that's exactly where I want to be. So it's just like a little scary to be like, what is classical music going to look like when I break into the field? And then, you know, the kids who are playing, who just began playing their instruments, what is it going to look like for them as well? You know, it's a little, a little scary for that. Yeah, um,
1: I think that, you know, I, I'm glad that the strike is over, but um, basically their their concerns are that in order to have a world class opera company, you have to have a world class orchestra. I
0: like, agree.
1: Yeah, like I'm, I don't know, you're more into opera. Um, I don't think that's the junk that. is lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, opera? Sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure if,
0: if I've ever even played in opera. You never before. played opera? I don't know. I think I, the I first like opera I, I played was La Boheme. The music was way too hard for me. But <laughs> that's probably when I first fell in love with opera. I was like, nah. I gotta <laughs> do, like, La
1: Boheme? Yeah, I don't think I've i would have remembered if i put like a full, opera. a full like, opera you would have I remember never played it. no a full Cause it's
0: a opera. lot it's a lot of point you literally play the entire time yeah you play the entire time and it's oh i've played oh yeah i've played uh, like baroque opera which
1: one oh, that was that one talking about this who, who kissed um oh, okay it's some personal opera i played that and i also played another like michael Haydn. Oh shoot! Maybe like, it's not an opera. Maybe that was like just what? Definitely. No, that wasn't an opera. So are you talking about like off Broadway opera? No.
0: Oh <laughs> um. I did not mean to come personal like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: nah, but I did play some Baroque opera from for mm. personal. But, um. and like I think that's what, uh, when I talk to musicians like who are taking music, who are taking auditions right now, and I always ask them like, would you take um, would you take opera audition? And they're like, no. I mean, if I had to, I would. Like, I'm just like, y'all really, but it's so taxing. Because imagine, like, one of the things they talked about in this article was um, they were cutting back to get ready for the ring cycle. (laughs) Call back to last episode. (laughs) They were getting ready for the ring cycle because, like, i mean we already talked about that it's like hours and hours and hours and hours of playing so with the opera is like you you play straight through and you might have something like um a multi-opera where you kind of start and stop in between but la bohème you like something like a puccini opera it's like straight through like non-stop i mean i I remember like one point you know when sis was dying Mm -hmm. there was like no music but it's like it's very taxing if you don't know what you're doing you don't have good technique and you're in that situation you don't know how to release your bow you don't know how to whatever you need to do you know you're, you're gonna have a very short career because it's all you know sis sis wagner was over there with the double notes right <laughs> but um yeah it's, just, it's scary to think about that um they're talking about that there's no audience for opera. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I think this has been a conversation we've had for a long time, and people just understood it. I'm like, yeah, If y'all love, if y'all love loving hip hop, New York, you will love Mozart. All right. You really what, what? hip hop New York? First of all, if you go if you go back to like old school loving hip hop with Remy Ma and Papoose, just watch just watch The Marriage of Figaro.
1: They're oh, like wow.
0: similar. They are very I mean, similar. Opera
1: is dramatic as hell.
0: It is. it's literally a soap opera i'm not even finna lie like
1: i i like got a more or or um developed a better appreciation for opera after i took like music history mm-hmm. because before i was like I don't opera like you know because I, I don't like like i don't care for vocal music mm-hmm. i don't really care for listening to people singing anyway but opera like there's some stuff but i was like okay
0: i see what, what? you're doing no nah, opera but i can't sit through no opera and he, he, i'm talking about like good opera vocalists i'm talking like diana down sis is sickening when i tell you her um you gotta look up the her her rendition it's not a rendition what <laughs> her uh recording i don't know if it's a really even recording either but her performance there we go we got there <laughs> right. the queen of the night aria from the magic flu when mm. i tell you, you could hear the overtones it's like ringing it's like literally the most immaculate thing i've ever seen when she had that like that crazy wig thing i don't know what the head dress she had like that sickening costume on like that's like that's i think that video plus me playing la M was like nah i have to opera like flat out like it just has to happen
1: and it will it shall
0: and just because i want to do opera like respect my privacy at this time do not add me for the lyric opera viola audition because that's my privacy i would not be taking it but um we'll get there someday not, sister. i just want to um <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know why um <laughs> uh just get into i guess like what what they settled on because mm-hmm. you know the strike lasted five days um and they eventually reached a new labor agreement and it, re- it did reduce their guarantee of weeks of um, work, but, and the size of the orchestra. So mm-hmm. they had to compromise on both of those things, but um, it did increase their weekly salary. Mm-hmm. So, but I know them people that lost their full time jobs Exactly. What, well, you know, it didn't specify. It says that it, it um reduced the size of the orchestra, mm-hmm. so that could have that could mean they let go of part time players. But
0: I doubt it if they're increasing it. salary. And let's say you're trying to up the sub list.
1: Hmm. All right. <laughs> um, and then I have a piece of um positive news. Rare these oh. days. <laughs> <laughs> it is rare these days. I was going I was just scrolling on Facebook and seen um this new film that's coming out or they're trying to get funding for this film called r-a-w film dash from destitute to doctorate and it's about this homeless man well he was a boy mm-hmm. he was homeless and he grew up to become uh-huh. the first uh black man to or black person in general to get a doctorate of music in tuba i was like oh you yeah. out here
0: like like you tubaing, like for right. real, like you like you, 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 boop, you play boom. play tuba, boom boom, right? Like boom like, 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 <laughs> boom <boop, boop. laughs>
1: tuba. <laughs> <That's> so annoying. <laughs> um. Yeah, but this is crazy. I'm gonna read the uh, the overview of um of the film. It says Dr. Richard Antoine Wright, um, which is, sorry, R- Richard Antoine White. Um, which is what the R.A.W. stands for in the, um, in the name, says, was a homeless child in Baltimore who became the first African-American to receive a doctorate of music in tuba. He's a professor now and also performs with the New Mexico Philharmonic. His remarkable journey shows what happens when grit collides with educators who refuse to give up. Now he's on a mission to help youth see that anything is possible with a little imagination. It's a message that kids in cities like Baltimore and everywhere need to hear
0: listen black excellence yes. like like black black excellence for real
1: like when i tell you like i watched the trailer he's over here talking about there were nights nice when he had to imagine a warm blanket and imagine food in his stomach and he went from that now he doctor to
0: right okay dr white that's like, crazy wow it just shows you it goes show like work, work ethic but something also like Finding the teachers who are willing to invest in you. Right. And it might not seem like I think I said a couple episodes ago I was like, I would not have been here without people who like took an interest in me. Right. And there are people out there who will take an interest in you. You just yeah. have to find them. And they'll also be drawn to. If you work hard and you want mm-hmm. something, like he you know, those same teachers that took interest in him, maybe they take an interest in somebody else. Right. You know, so that just goes to show like how he really just put his best foot forward and just really went after it. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's for real. It's crazy. It's <clears throat> super inspiring. Like I can't wait. So basically, they're trying to uh fund this project. They have a trailer out and everything, but they want to you know some funding to finish, um, finish filming. So I'm going to link the page where uh you know if you want to there's a lot of information about it and the trailer and a lot of pictures and stuff so if you can't donate you can just check it out but if you mm-hmm. can't donate that would be great mm-hmm. yeah so oh you
0: no know, i'm excited to see this
1: i'm really excited yeah i hope
0: they get the money they need i'm gonna try to give to you yeah. sure i'll try to sell into this project i think it'll be really exciting and also like representation of blackness and color in exactly. that in in music
1: all right an intermission for us this week
0: i do have a little activity again for us this week during our intermission so (laughs) (laughs) so we all have pieces that we're very fond of pieces that we make emotional connections to over the time of being a musician Mm -hmm. so i have some pieces that i want to ask you that have had a profound effect on your life in different ways mm-hmm. I gave Delaney these um, <clears throat> questions or prompts before just so that they can she's not coming off the dome with them so you don't say something that you don't really mean or whatever so um, the first one is I'm looking for a piece that gets you hype from the opening bars like you hear two measures one measure you're like oh yeah this is it here you go she's <laughs> in full Millie rock <laughs> million. I mean, listen.
1: Um, there is a piece just like that. Got it all queued up. Okay. Um, and I'm sure so many people will recognize this. It is Prokofiev's Romeo and Juliet's number thirteen, Dance of the Knights. I specifically listen to LSO because it's just a bop. Like, hold on, y'all. Like,
0: now hold on, y'all.
1: Like, I got it queued up. Listen, listen to this. Hey. Hey. what yeah it's good what
0: that's a bob.
1: like no, nah, when you hear that junk you, you hear that come down your neck all oh, turned <laughs> around <okay>. like <laughs> oh this is what we doing
0: especially like that brass on the that bottom boom boom, 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 boom. like oh not it go you know it it, go y'all know I was Stanford coffee, but he did all right, that alright so let's move on um, <laughs>
1: keep coming for his neck okay i, mean, I don't stand pokofia though like there's only a couple of pieces because i don't know a lot of his red yeah. so i don't stand him but that junk
0: it's, yeah it's I'll, I'll give you bob. that it's like, a, it, a bop yeah. i will give you that
1: most people most people are like what?
0: Mm-hmm. you know a piece that gets me hired from the opening bars Mahler two, first first movement <laughs> what i tell you that junk just make your ears go wait hold on right and it's like you know i like to pipe up or whatever i could be like a lot so when when he's like i'm like oh this is what we doing (laughs) and then he goes but um i'm like (laughs) oh i tell you i just sit up straight i move my weave and i'm like okay (laughs) say some more stuff like i just that piece gets me excited from the jump like it don't matter what mood i'm in like i'm like okay we could do this like let's go i'm not i've never played that piece but i've would love to play that like oh. in, a, in a
1: bass section that's like 8D. And you want it to be deep. Right, and you want that cello section
0: deep. And right. that's all you need.
1: That Oh my god. They should say, I'm telling you, like, your hearing might go, but if they were to sell like a orchestra seat that's right between the cellos and the basses, because now you got the brass over here. you bring between right. both of them. Now your seat vibrate in. Like, that's the best seat in the and house. And if your
0: hearing goes, it's the, best, the last best right. thing you heard. Right. You exactly. better thank God. At least you went out <laughs> with a bang. <laughs> with a bang. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what is a piece that you'll never play again? You good over there? I'm more than fine.
1: Thank you so much. Just, just look pressed, that's all. <laughs> this piece makes my bones itch in the itchiest way possible. um And I will not play it because I refuse to listen to it, but it's fair and all. By Bizet. <laughs> That's like that that middle school <laughs> orchestra piece that mm. everybody had to learn. So they can get
0: you to do dotted it's dotted so, eight yes. sixteen. My it's students so played that.
1: Terrible. I hate that. But jump. it will
0: teach them.
1: And teach me nothing. I'm still playing a rhythm wrong. So Okay triple <laughs> <laughs> Right. I'm still playing them as triplets. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just
0: I don't I don't love Farandel and I don't love Bizet either. But he's so dusty. I don't know if he, does, he says. He's dusty sis Okay.
1: Right, like what? Uh,
0: like, and then a beat know,
1: comes in. You feel uh, that jump? Like I feel like my throat tickling. Like I'm a, like I'm allergic to shellfish, y'all. I'd I'd rather eat a whole platter. Wow. <laughs> Them asking me, like, oh, Delaney, we got this gig, it pays a thousand an hour. we playing Fair Farand- all you gotta do is play Fair Farand- it's only three minutes long. I'm actually more than fine. I'll do I'll, my rent come in late this month. It's fine. The
0: podcast ends here, y'all. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs>
1: that junk so dusty. I do not like that piece at all. What about you, sis?
0: A piece that I will never play again is the Brook Romance now. I feel bad piping because this piece is absolutely gorgeous. I stand for Brooke. I stand for his violin concerto. I think he does I'm like, sweetie, you're doing just fine. <laughs> um, but this piece, I don't know. I played it in an undergrad and it was fine. And every time I want to reapproach it, it's just like I see a little nauseous. You know what I'm saying? And the the thing the problem with it is it's such a beautiful piece. But I cannot do it and I will not do it ever again. I me <laughs> play the the Brooke romance over like and a play it like it's just like it's beautiful it's so gonna be like girl are you good I'm <laughs> like I can't I don't know why <laughs> it's starting
1: to, <laughs> <trying> to itch <laughs> what's wrong sis
0: it's so beautiful but it's just like so Ooh. nauseating
1: this is such a pretty
0: piece. What? Why don't you like this? I can't even explain.
1: What?
0: I can't explain. I don't know. It's just like the process learning it. I was also going through a vibrato rut oh, at that time. Oh. Um, Intonation was here, there, and in China. So <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, it was a struggle piece. And then it, just, it gets real in the middle. Oh. But he got- well, that part is a little lit. That's probably the only thing that saves it. Mm. and then them raggedy double stops i don't know <laughs> no nah, i'm going i'm going through it next um <laughs> okay a piece you hear that you just gotta dance to it don't matter Like legs going up throwing your back out dun, dun,
1: dun, 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 Da-da-da-da.
0: the nutcracker you know i stand for tchaikovsky i know you do it's just funny that you turn up to that because when you just saying that i see all the little uh all the little kids running out Yo. have, have you seen oh, you haven't seen the nutcracker no, so that part that's like the from the overture right well mm-hmm. yeah so all the little kids are coming because it starts out with the um christmas party Mm -hmm. right or the the nutcracker is presented whatever so all the little kids are running out with their little presents and coming downstairs and all the guests are coming over and you twerking outside (laughs) that's that's (laughs) That's what i'm doing (laughs) that joint goes
1: specifically my favorite part of the Nutcracker is the act two to the nutcracker suite but the whole thing really goes but the nutcracker is good oh my god like all the 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 act two like, why every movement? Every movement gotta be a bob?
0: <laughs> you can take your foot off our neck once. Sis was writing music. We'll get to Tchaikovsky later, but like, he, he was yo. he was doing a thing. Right. He was out here. What about you? Pizza, I Gotta Dance To, March of the Scaffold. Like, I don't... Simply Fantastic is, like, it's good, right? And I get it. It's programmatic, whatever. We talked about it before. But, um, Marge of the Scaffold, every time I hear it, I'm just like, you have it? I don't have it. Really Let enough. me pull it up. <laughs> right there, when that jump come in. Because, you know what it reminds me of? I was telling the lady earlier. It reminds me of that song, On my don't dance, we just pull up our pants, saying, do the rock away. <laughs> now ayy, lean back. Lean. It sounds just like that. Bum, bum. Da, 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 ba, ba, da, da, ya, da. it just like make your shoulders start to like you know what I'm saying like <laughs> it's just I don't know Balioios we know he was going through it but that John goes love it love it okay uh let's move on uh a piece that has you in your feelings shout out to Drake <laughs> oh a piece
1: that always puts me in my feelings um is a body scene the elegy and Bodasini of course, you know, he's somebody for us. He wrote a lot of bass music. He's a bass player. But this shot, like, I'd be listening to that
0: and I'd be like, yo, are you good? Like, who hurt you? Listen, we already know Tchaikovsky can turn a melody.
1: Right. I'd be like, who hurt you? Like, I said Tchaikovsky.
0: Hi. I mean, Bodicini.
1: Well, you know, I agree because <laughs> you agree anyway. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, body because yeah. I don't know much about body but you know, I hear those melodies sometimes. Yeah, like he, like you know, real composer for bass because you know, some people would just be slapping any kind
1: of notes together mm-hmm. and calling it whatever. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to classical concertos, but wow. no, I'm just kidding. It's just so cloudy in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I gotta, I just gotta play this for y'all because. They they was not doing therapy back then. They clearly, they clearly were. Clearly not. Because nah, this.
0: That's why I can't believe that's a <laughs> That
1: octave? Like that if I were playing this, that's that probably be the part where I start tearing up. Like that octave. Okay, me tearing up because I missed the shift.
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm just so tired of you.
1: <laughs> You're just so exhausted. I'm telling you, they be having us out here in the stratosphere, but That's you know, beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like this piece, this piece I'm not even trying to touch until I'm like like I know I could play this piece, mm-hmm. like you know, if I worked on it, like I work on anything. It's not like I'm like, oh, this piece is easy for me, like right, no, right. Not no, easy I know you but like I want this like to be just to live up to right. the recording that list. To obviously right. I listen to Joe Corden. What of the recording would I be listening to? Mm-hmm. You know. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will link that in the description. All these pieces are gonna be linked in the description. But this job, it's pretty.
0: Right. Thank you, sister. Okay, so a piece that gets me my feelings, no matter how happy I am, whatever, <laughs> like Tchaikovsky Five Second Movement. First of all, the strings set it a real, real thick, right? <laughs> it's seas. just, it's just very like scalar. It's all stepwise, whatever. And then the you know the violas take over in the middle, you know. So I am here for that, and then all the way from the distance, you just hear da 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 da, da. and it's like <laughs> I start to tear up immediately because it's like it's it, first of all, it's just so simple. But it's so, like, sad and distant. He's using the French horn. So this French horn, to me, in this context, already sounds far away because you're at the back of the orchestra. Right. Your bell is going, you know what I'm saying? So it just sounds so distant. And then, you know, Misery loves company. So um, when the other instruments join to go off of it, it's just, just so sad. And he gives you a little hope in the... In the um. In the middle section, when it like picks up, but it's just like that opening just has you like you're like weeping. Right? They got the manuscript for this. Are there teardrops on the score? Right, has no. to be. <laughs> for and real. you be like, you be listening to this and like, Tchaikovsky was really out here writing music. Like we just do not deserve him for real. Like just he was really right. Like, how do you
1: even think of that? For re- when like whenever I hear that, like just like I be like, okay, my tear You're right. Seizing. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, i can't even da, 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 what like you know that that gift from that video super high fire where the guy got his hands on his face yeah. like yo <laughs> that's me every time i hear that i can't even go imagine us at a live concert i feel like it would be
0: best <laughs> i haven't i've played tchaikovsky five twice right but i haven't seen it performed i think that's for the best because if i'm in that audience i'm that second moment coming on and I hear the uh, horn. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. Like me standing up, hands on hip, Or right, me pointing to the horn player, like, y'all hear this? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah,
1: sweet. Right. I'm like, but nah, but, but do y'all hear but, it. Right. Right.
0: Y'all hearing it, but y'all not hearing it. And I'm, yeah. I'm over here in, in the middle of of or- Orchestra Hall downtown Chicago. <laughs> I'm like, right. what?
1: Because
0: like, ain't nobody just listening? Right. To that. You like, don't just passively like. To me, I don't know. I stand. It's like I'm over I'm over there like, oh, you did that right. in the middle of the movement. Right. So I just feel like it will be best if I just enjoy this particular symphony from the comfort of my home. It just don't make no sense. It don't like and I know like y'all probably be like, sis. I, and that's fine. Keep that energy. I'm right. saying for me, like that, the simplicity of it, like there's so much angst in it. And then also you pair it with Tchaikovsky's personal story. And you're like, yo, like my dude was really going was through it. Going and, through it. It,
1: when it's my time to go and i'm at them pearly gates first person i'm embracing right, right. big hug right for real. like you Grandma, good i'll see you later but right like no.
0: <laughs> no, but tchaikovsky okay over here okay god letting you, you be like all right all right, thanks uh <laughs> right. <Tchaikovsky? laughs> right nice to meet you god anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, well i'll buy you a coffee later right. but. like nah yeah. like man okay let's move on uh A piece that embodies you the most. (laughs) Here you go.
1: No, I have a, a really weird piece, but um, it's the Hindemith Bass Sonata, which I don't even know what made me start learning that piece. But I was out here like, like literally every every movement that I ever like that I started. There's three movements. There's arguably like some people say there's four, but there's really three and then the third one's kind of split but um every time I learned a new movement of that piece I'd be like what is he what even is this mm-hmm. you know and then I learned it and I'm like oh this makes perfect sense to me now and that's the, kind of the piece that's probably the hardest I've worked on anything ever because mm-hmm. that piece is just so difficult and, and I'll never forget I had a performance of that piece in studio class where after my teacher came up to me and shook my hand it was like think you found your personality piece and i was just like what like that's so weird to me that is hindemith sonata like because i don't know it's just weird it doesn't seem to embody me but i feel like i connect with that piece (coughs) a lot like i just it just fits for me and Mm -hmm. like even after that same performance somebody in my studio who um is just a great bass player so you you know there's people whose opinions you value a lot right right Texted me was like sis well she didn't say that no she was like we know what she
0: said (laughs) she
1: was like you own that piece Aww, like okay. And every other piece I play owns me but that one piece <laughs> oh,
0: <okay. laughs> that one piece shut <laughs> up Man, I got that
1: one That like I don't know I've never worked so hard and then that that kind of um, and then I like I felt that reward from it not on my jury but you know that's neither here nor there
0: we don't, we don't <laughs> leave this topic of a jury alone because that's please respect my privacy at this time <laughs> <summer.
1: laughs> I'm interested to hear your piece
0: um, my piece is that I think embodies me the most is Schumann's Adagio Nalecro. Okay, I'm gonna play a little bit of it, just the yeah. opening, and then you can skip to the middle part too because it gets lit.
1: Okay.
0: You just do not deserve to be you. A- She's so good. She's so good. She's so You sound like Siobhan. You sound like Siobhan on it? Yeah. Okay. Right. right. Wait, wait. Damn. Okay. Right. So. Sure I
1: didn't know that was Katie performing. Um, <laughs> are you going to lie? In her eighth grade recital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are hot trash. <laughs> All right, that was back, hot know. trash. Anyway. Her middle so, school. Recital. Can we- <laughs> are you done? <laughs> that was to be a Zimmerman. Viola God. We don't deserve. How you turn your stick like that, sis? Like you she wouldn't let no sound out. Meanwhile, my sound be leaking like an old faucet. Um, oh wow. <laughs> the way she turned her stick? Nah, sis been here. Um wow. I forgot how much I stand for her okay so the reason i picked this piece um i played it once never performed it and i think it embodies me for a lot of reasons the first one is like i feel like everyone everyone struggles in life you know what i'm saying but i feel like going like going through what i've been through to get to this point i think it really embodies like the 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 slow opening You're so annoying <laughs> at the slow opening of like trying to like come into myself trying to like be confident in myself Mean like girl you are the way you are you're sickening whatever not a veal, not a sickening veal. we're still getting there but it's as a person um everything i've been through and then also like i think i'm lit and when <laughs> i when that uh when it comes into the second part i can't sing so don't at me um <laughs> That part, you know, I'm a little lit. I like that part. It turns up. And then that opening part comes back again in a different key with more strife. So it's like it's like four or five sharp. So it's like really thick, really difficult to play in tune. So it's like life life comes, and goes at you, whatever. But you still come out on top, you still come out lit. You still have a good time. God is able, whatever. So I feel like this my personal experience is like I think this piece embodies me the most. Like going through stuff in life, but still figuring out how to smile through it figuring out how to get through it I feel like that's definitely a piece that I resonate with the most and also when we're talking about Schumann and his different because he was a editor for some music journal in Germany and he has he's like these two like character type um things that he used when he would publish publish works Florestan and you you I cannot say this uh eusebius do not at me Um, uh, eusebius there we go i um, I got there nice. eusebius florestan and eusebius and florestan is like the fiery quick-witted whatever and i think a lot of people know that side about me they know i'm piping up they know whatever but meanwhile eusebius is like kind of reserved and quiet enough you really knew me you know that's like that's like really like who i am i'm low-key introvert. I like to keep to myself. I like to mind my, my business. So this the... Uh, you don't think I'm an introvert? You, what? I'm such an introvert. You're the
1: loudest person I know. You can be a loud introvert. Not really. You can be. But you're, you're personable. You be out here. She always on the phone with somebody.
0: She always out here. Okay. Social events, up... And then Up I'm in, the wazoo. Okay, and I'm also <laughs> exhausted when I get back. I'm, I anybody would any, be okay. as much as you be doing. I don't do anything. Do not let it's propaganda. <laughs> Meanwhile, we can't record next week because you all weekend booked. It's sorority season, sis. Okay, that's still something. That's okay. still an activity. It's not like that's nothing. Okay, March. I'm gonna be in the house like I always am. Okay, like all right. <laughs> <feeling noted. laughs> but um. I'm I'm definitely an introvert. I just feel like right. I am. No, okay. You, you're gonna take note of me in a social situation. I want you to just watch carefully. I, mm-hmm. I keep keep to myself. Sometimes I get tired. Sometimes I will be in my own zone. I'm in my zone. I'm... I cannot believe you don't think I'm an introvert. I have
1: nobody does. <laughs> you're the only person that thinks you're an introvert. I just feel I've I'm offended as a true introvert for you to be. I, i'm not even just an introvert though I'm a, I'm a recluse see
0: nah i'm not i'm not like that like that like i mm-hmm. like to don't appropriate my culture <laughs> shut up i like to I, I have friends i like to talk to them yeah but like in a social setting i'm i'm very i could be like friends talking <laughs> social setting <laughs> okay last one because <laughs> <laughs> i can't Introvert. Are
1: you kidding? There is literally nothing that you have ever done to indicate that you're. Introvert. Okay, next
0: time we next time we go out, you gonna you gonna see. I'm not going to see. I like I literally keep to myself a lot. And I, when I'm with you, okay, we piping up, but like that's different.
1: All right, since us move one, we we going to agree to disagree on this. No, thing.
0: we don't agree to agree because uh, I don't agree with you. Hey, <laughs> you're not agreeing with something about me, you can't okay. disagree with something about me. About it's me, I okay. can. I'm saying how I perceive you like what
1: I'm such like sometimes it's hard to see when you when you in it wow I'm just thinking in comparison to introverts that I know
0: I feel like nah, we are gonna revisit this because I <laughs> nah I feel like I could be for example like when when I went to Houston a couple a couple months ago right we went out and my friend was like meanwhile you at the end of the table not talking to nobody I could be like that I, I I'm like that a lot, just minding my business. I'm I'm still out. I'm having a good time. I'm Kiki. See, that's
1: that alone is <laughs> unlike an introvert. Anyway,
0: it is. <clears throat> All right, last one. A piece that changed lips. your life. Okay,
1: so a piece that's changed my life. Um. I didn't come up with a recording of it. I have a recording up here, um, but I haven't listened to it, so I'm not
0: going to play it because I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> right? while somebody's Meemaw's <laughs> grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Middle um, school graduation. <laughs> but um,
1: this piece is called I Have a Dream by Charles Dickerson, who is a conductor <laughs> of the Inner City Youth Orchestra of Los Angeles, which, you know, was an orchestra that I was in. I think I joined in 2013. Nah, nah. i had to be before that i don't know when i was a sophomore in high school i know that when I, is when i joined um Isseola. and mr dickerson is the founder and um conductor not just a director and all that and so he um sometimes he'll like um it's a, ma- a majority black orchestra and sometimes he'll like arrange different uh pieces like um by different black artists and whatever but this time he um orchestrated um it, i have a dream speech by dr martin luther king jr oh, shoot. for <clears throat> orchestra and chorus so it's um and you know i do not like playing with choir but mm-hmm. this piece it like literally that like there there's nothing like the feeling i get when i play this in a in an orchestra full of black people choir right. full of black people it's the most empowering thing and this is the reason why i know a lot of that speech by heart now mm-hmm. because like Oh, my God. It's just such a grand piece. Like, and, and that's my fit. Like, every year on um MLK Weekend, they do a concert where, you know, of course, this is the centerpiece of that concert. Mm-hmm. I never miss that concert. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm like, because it usually falls on right before I go back to school. Right. Break. I guess I'm missing my first class because so? I'm playing this concert. Like, right. <laughs> there ain't nothing like it. Like, I don't know. I, you know, I'm going to tell him that because I don't think I've ever told him, like, yeah. how, like... How much i love that piece mm-hmm. like and he really just how do you even orchestrate that like he just had the speech and just mm-hmm. wrote a whole, full orchestra and chorus part on that like it's just so empowering and just i don't know i'm gonna listen to this recording and i don't remember i might be in this recording i don't know but i'll link it in the description if if i'm feeling it but
0: oh that's so cute special yeah. Okay, so a uh, piece that changed my life. I kind of have two because I couldn't decide. Mm. So, um, I've said before that when I first got to my undergrad at Illinois State University, I struggled a lot because I thought I, I was like the thing that's hard about being a high school musician is that especially as a violist is that if you're if you're a competent violist you're gonna be among the best if not the best. So I I was the best at my I was the best VLC my high school for my sophomore year. So I went into ISU like you can't touch me, what I really gotta learn, you know what I'm saying? Like literally because I had like no idea how this how this world worked worked, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't really people were in youth orchestra and they were taking lessons and had like competitive studios and I was I was taking lessons but I was doing a whole bunch of other stuff, throwing shot. <laughs> <laughs> Why you told me that? Can you imagine my teacher let me throw shot put in high school? Like, I was a, I was like a regular kid in high school. Like, I, was, I did the viola stuff, but, like, I did a lot of other things as well. So, I, I wasn't, it's not like I didn't take it seriously, but it was just like, I wasn't in youth orchestra because youth orchestra's on Sunday. My mama ain't missing church, take me to youth orchestra. Mm-hmm. So, I just, whatever. So, I struggled a lot, and um, I was in my feelings a lot of the time. freshman year because I was just so terrible. I was just so so bad. And my sophomore year started to look up. So um the we have seating auditions every semester for for orchestra at ISU, at least when I was there. So the piece that we were gonna play on the third cycle um of the of the year was Brahms One. So I got my little excerpt. I'm like, all right, we're gonna learn this thing, we're gonna do whatever and went in the audition and killed it, right? I'm talking about like set the tone for the rest of your career. Are you done? <laughs> okay, that was a peak of my career. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, killed the audition, and I don't mean killed the audition. Like I got first chair, but I went from last chair out of ten to getting fifth chair. So much to the point that like, um, you would think like when you play these auditions, like your teacher can hear whose VO is doing what and who's what. And I just feel there's, there's no way. I mean, like you, you hear a student, whatever. And I also just bought, I just got like a new viola, whatever. So I'm still try I was still trying to figure that out. So, um, so even when the screen went up, my teacher was like, yo, had no idea it was Katie. Wow. And it was like, I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. Like maybe, and it's like, it hasn't been smooth sailing by any means, even in that, even that semester, um, excuse me even that semester people that I passed trying to outplay you when you're in your when you're in that seat but I walked right to my fifth chair seat and that's probably the the biggest accomplishment that I've had thus far like like I can I can do this I can play the VL. I can play it well I don't crack under pressure and like have I cracked under pressure since then of course you know mock auditions or whatever but that was like I was right there playing Brahms, Brahms one and that piece, like, and then when the concert came there, especially when that, the viola's got that melody, the counter, it was counter melody and, and the first one da I, on I was on the front of my seat, like I <laughs> did this and I'm going to play this. Get viola
1: out to the crowd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> F-O was going straight out. No, nah, you're going to hear this little viola. That's back when I had my little baby viola. um I was like, now nah, y'all hear this. <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> so that's probably one of my... That that piece like for sure changed my life, um, and then coupled with that, the reason why I couldn't pick is the Egmont overture. So in the same in the same period, that same semester, my conducting teacher, Doctor Block, scared the life out of me. I, I swear he didn't like me. If, he, if I if I <laughs> and if if I told him that, I didn't. I never mentioned it when he was here a couple weekends ago. But if I told him that, he like that's not true. But when he because he's the type that will come for you in orchestra, oh, damn. be like whatever, like he will single you out or whatever. And I and I was like, I'll be rolling my eyes. I was chewing gum. Like I did not want to be wow. there. Wow. Yeah. I was-, to go the viola. <laughs> it later. I was going through it my freshman year. So that same semester with Brahms, that's the that's the semester that he let me into the conducting studio. And I had no no reason. I think when I tell people like I study conducting, they're like, Oh yeah, whatever. We all took conduct. I'm like, No no no. Mm-hmm. I was in the studio. I had no business being in the studio. <laughs> But I was in the studio because wow. I, I asked him to to join the studio. Scared as heck, shaking when I asked him. But I'm like, I want to join the conducting studio. He was like, yeah, I'd love to have you. I and I thought he was just talking on his neck. then I got the email before the week before the semester started, like conducting me from 11 to 1 on Thursdays. So I was in there with grad students. And the conversation was normally over my head. Because wow. it, I'm talking about master's. I'm in there with master's students. I'm just a little sophomore whatever. And the first piece that you have to conduct with the orchestra is Egmont. And that was the, that was like so terrifying for me because I wasn't a good musician yet. So to be a conductor is more, you have to know everyone's part all the same. You should be able to sing the second bassoon line, you know, all this stuff. And the conversation was over my head and I did it. I conducted it. I still have that video. First time getting up in front of an orchestra conducting Egmont. And it's like <clears throat> the the 180 from like when I first got to ISU, that was like my, that semester was like, my like of 20 like 2013 that was like starting an ascent like maybe i could do this like maybe maybe i could be a violist you know or or whatever you know so that was like a huge turning point definitely changed my life for real so i can't i can't pick can't pick okay all thoughtful all right and Um, we're moving
1: on well i just want to say um if people want like if if somebody who's listening wants to like Specify a piece That yeah. fits any of the criteria That you know We were just talking about Let us
0: know Yeah we'd love to hear from you Email your Your thoughts Or your Your specific experience To classically by podcast At gmail.com Or comment um, On the podcast We'd love to hear from you nice. And we're gonna move on yeah.
1: hmm. Very special episode today <laughs> Yo this is a
0: little bit more fun Than our normal like Whatever but I'm excited for this Cause this is gonna be <laughs> stupid <Right. laughs>
1: Get, get things off my chest
0: right we just you know bring all your bring all your woes into the storehouse <laughs> because i have plenty today we're talking about pet peeves and orchestra right <laughs> um what is what are your some what are some of your pet peeves um well one of the things i'm gonna have
1: to comfort your section real quick
0: off the bat right yeah you can't use I, it well it. Start. I mean i can start with something else Go ahead, and I want to hear what you got to say about the violas because y'all couldn't really play this whole orchestra thing without us. Okay, sandwich with no meat. Well, no tofu. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> okay, sandwich, peanut butter and jelly. No peanut butter, and no jelly. Maybe. What you gonna What you gonna do without violas? You can't do anything. You can't. And you shan't. Well,
1: you could do some things. Meanwhile, for opera rotation, they never have violas
0: because they, they have- play these raggedy little operas <laughs> with no. <laughs> with no viola part that's why no one plays them this is I actually should have waited to say
1: this until you say one of yours because this comes directly for you but not <laughs>
0: not directly for you wow. but like it just happens to apply In, to your you. own people <laughs> go ahead sis I'm now, now I'm, I'm sitting up straight right
1: it 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 happens to apply to you so we come to like we were talking about on last episode for the nature of my instrument I'm at rehearsal a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than some you and your crew <laughs> roll up two minutes before we all set up all comfortable warming up da, 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 da. y'all come here oh excuse me sorry excuse me excuse me all up underneath all between my legs through my base up under my scroll all
0: of- <laughs> I'm like y'all couldn't have got here earlier no because for what first of all secondly it's an in and o base sectional no. so you can't be like of course we gonna be like excuse me and if y'all want so big
1: then okay, we wouldn't that's
0: not our fault it's you- staying in your section y'all at the y'all need all that dummy room we
1: do Head peeves. We do, you're not just setting up room for eight people. It's eight people plus eight bases. Okay, well, first of all, you ain't playing you no full size to...
0: bases. Like, you are going to be okay. That's the first thing. Nobody
1: plays the full size bases. That's what Barely I'm saying. Anybody does. I know that.
0: That's what I'm saying. Three,
1: three quarter three quarter and seven eighth base are
0: still huge. That's and that's, we need, room. we need roots of both. And that's fine. you the... up
1: like sideways.
0: And that's, and you know what? We need a, that's, uh, and that's perfectly fine. I hear what you're saying. I mean, it's very loud, but I hear what you're saying. All I'm saying is, we also have our little area, and y'all come. We're not going to get there 20 minutes before rehearsal. Yeah, for gotta what? got to get there
1: 20 minutes before, I get there 15 minutes, or go around. Go but around you, where? But if we do the violin like, section, so we got to. Y'all, uh-huh.
0: y'all knocking my stand
1: over. Ain't knocking your stand over, yes, Since People are knocking my stand over. You don't need a six by six air, circ- area to I play the bass. I didn't ask for that. I didn't ask. First of all, you don't know what I need. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> start there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's disbanding the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do <to> the unreconcilable differences. <laughs> I'm saying like I hear what you're saying but they be they be up under us oh excuse me bumping on my base, all through my my uh, stand turned sideways hitting
0: on so and so base. like first of all I don't know why you couldn't through the base section because you can cut- just see that's different Multiple. because you really could just cut through you know how there's a little break between like the tubas and the bass just right. go right there but you know people do a lot they do
1: so much and that's
0: different i ain't i don't do that i always go behind the bass section when i'm gonna come through the bass section first of all i ain't because you're not what you're not gonna do is touch my instrument when people would, like bump your instrument right. pet peeve right like you're not gonna have, this ain't no thing from the dollar tree sis you <laughs> <laughs> bumping my instrument talking about oh i'm sorry you better be sorry <laughs> Right. Now I got a scratch in my junk because you want to be extra. Nah. Nah. They
1: be bustling through, hustling, bustling. bustle. Like, nah. Get to rehearsal on time. Right, that is on
0: time before the A. Sis, I go brat 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 when I take my viola out. Okay, viola, no, okay, hands all cold. And that's fine. Viola out of tune. Right, that's what the A is for.
1: Okay, you don't pre-tune?
0: For What? just in case like sometimes if your instrument goes dummy out of tune my viol don't go dummy out of tune okay sis <laughs> sis in the next room hearing it right <laughs> my viol doesn't go out of tune especially like I'm usually if I'm going I have played that day cause vi- rehearsal is always an afternoon well, it's you know rare what? it's rare that I haven't played touch my instrument all day
1: you know where why basses go out of tune
0: cause violas
1: come by anyway
0: <laughs> one of my <laughs> biggest pet peeves is when you play your concerto in orchestra i don't want to hear your raggedy rendition of mendelssohn i care nothing That's to not hear it. <gasps> I to not- are you joking mendelssohn oh we I got to, to talk, talk about him. this later because i just yuck i see you so differently now
1: no if you know i could tell you why there was, in my youth orchestra, there was a guy who he, he never learned the whole thing. He only knew that first the, little part in literally every single orchestra rehearsal. Okay, rehearsals. you see? And we rehearsed for like four four to seven hours on Saturdays.
0: And you see where you we know. came right back where we do Close not circle. practice your concerto. That's exactly Meanwhile, I like that we get one. to the development of the piece that you sweat in. Practice right. that! I like the third movement of that concerto, though. Oh, it's lit. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand why you feel like you must play your concerto here. But, it's just, and I'm talking about don't play your don't play your excerpts. Just if you if you be like, hmm, what should I do? You could play the music on the stand, right. or play you could be scale. on your phone, or you could just you could just sit there.
1: Right, play scale, do a
0: little. Right, but when More people exercise. doing all this junk, and no one cares about, and now everything out of tune because you trying to show out. No one cares about your raggedy Elgarses. <laughs> <laughs> like junk makes me. When I tell you, if you want to make my bones itch in a special kind of way. <laughs> go ahead, play Walton. Go ahead. <laughs> And that's why that third stay out of tune. All right, <laughs> what? Okay, opening that piece on a whim, on a wish. Nah, y'all, You annoying.
1: One thing that you said in the last one, you talk about people bumping on your viola. One of my pet, one of my biggest pet peeves about, and people do this with bases, is when people walk around my neck. When they step over the neck or something. And one thing, I'm very, very conscious of when I am in someone's way. I will never, ever put my base down in in a place where somebody has to walk around it Mm -hmm. if I don't absolutely have to. So if somebody's walking around my base, stepping over the neck, all that, it means that they didn't have to do that. Because I'm not going to put my base in a walkway. I'm not doing that. So if you do that, then I'm on your neck. Because one time when I was in high school, tell me why I had my bass I always put my bass down bridge towards the wall the way it ought to be and some dude kicking a soccer ball kicked it into the back of my bass and when I
0: tell you I was going to jail that day <laughs> because first of all I don't play with people's instruments and also I'm a very clumsy person by nature mm-hmm. so I've never in my life in my recollection ever stepped over somebody's instrument because oh. I will trip it's rude and it's rude. It's Why are like, you over here playing uh, tap dance all around my scroll? Right, like what? I don't understand. People are just now my pegs on the floor. People like, are just it just it, it bothers they're me. They're
1: not conscious of it, and then like they they just don't care. And then when they treat it like a like it's a piece of furniture, I remember talking to somebody. They come up to me and now. They lean on my, my leaning on your base. Yes, it's like sideways on the ground, and they lean on it like it's a table. I'm like, that's not a table. i like, oh sorry, <laughs> no, nah, it's not a table. It's not a coffee
0: table. Yo, people what? are mad inconsiderate. That is so rude. I just don't I don't
1: what? like nah.
0: Going off of your um is coming in all whatever or whatever. whatever mm. When the A starts early. The A don't never start early. No, sis. because let me tell you, sis, because you over <laughs> here you want to come for me. So I'll never Dang, forget. Early. <laughs> I will never forget because if you know me, you know I'm a late person. God is still working on me. You br- God. <laughs> How long you been doing this? <laughs> I'm a very late person. <laughs> I'm a very late person. I tried. I listen. 2019 will be my year, and um. So I'm coming. in. I'm usually coming in orchestra with uh with little time to spare. Right. So I get there one day. I get there. Orchestra starts at 3:45. I'm there at at 3:43. I walk in to Kodak. Um, a going. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Why? Why Veron was starting early. My stand partner, old Snake. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she's the orchestra librarian. She's like, oh no, no, I got you. I go look at that junk the next day. She would mark me late. Do not. This is the thing, and this is goal for me in life. If you tell me because I'm a late person, if you tell me one time, I'm not going to be ready before that. And maybe one day when I when I get like all downbeat the downbeat is at
1: 345 sis. What? Downbeat. Nah. A. I mean yeah, but still. And that's fine. That's still
0: a, 345 I mean. and a half. That's fine. We can we can play the downbeat. But if it's three forty three, I got two minutes. It's gonna take me thirty seconds to get my VL out the case. And then I don't pre-tune. So I'm wait I'm waiting patiently for the A. Do not start ahead of time. That goes for anything until I get clock my like wrong, what clock could have been wrong. Uh, I found no We are on a universal clock, and I ain't set my no. She did me dirty. Do not start stuff early. If you tell me six forty five, don't come at six forty waiting for me to be ready and being yo being your feelings. My friend did this to me one time. He can't. He was like, he's like, I'm gonna be there at seven. He he called me at seven at six fifty. You ready? No, cause you said seven. That goes for anything.
1: No, that would get on my nerves for rehearsals. Now, for orchestra's a little bit different because there's an A. But, like, if I'm a chamber rehearsal and I say, like, and we schedule a chamber rehearsal for
0: 7.30 and
1: you walk in at 7.30, I'm be looking at you sideways. And I normally
0: walk in at 7.30. I walk in class at 7.30. I walk in to teach at well, 7.30. Well, class is
1: one thing. But, like, like, if it's a rehearsal where, like, downbeat is at this time.
0: I'm working on it. You know, I tear you with Tardy. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, we, we, God's working because on
1: Because, like, well, maybe that's because me, you know, we...
0: And it's the nature of your instrument. I think I'm spoiled. I literally take my feel out the cloth, put my shoulder rest on, tighten my bow. That's, that's literally, true. I've never done more. I've you know, never you, done more. You, you,
1: you gotta account for it. Are there gonna be stands in your room? Probably not. You know, like, there's just certain things. That's why, like, here, I'm outside the door, you know, ready.
0: And also, I'm also, the main problem with me is that I'm a person that, like, I think I can accomplish more than I can in a... In a a lot of time slot when i tell you one week wonder woman i was going somewhere and i was 15 minutes late and it was it was to teach because let me tell you so i i got up that that day i I was laying around all day and i was like all right i got an hour i could wash my hair i could uh iron these clothes i'm gonna uh do all these things i got an hour i could do this bed i got 4b hair which hair am I washing in an hour? <laughs> and I was like, nah. hours. I was like, "Nah, sis, we just going to do a watch and go, it's going to be, it's going to be going to detangle. And then, and then my time that I do it is so unrealistic. I'm, like, okay, I'm going to detangle in 10 minutes. Detangle what? 10 minutes. Detangle so the tundra in 10 minutes. <laughs> it went <straight. laughs> So I think like I do stuff like that. So I got orchestra rehearsal at 345. I know it takes me five minutes to walk to Eastman. Then, um, so now I'm at 340. I know it takes me 30 seconds to put my shoes on and get myself an order. I need lip gloss, whatever. So now I'm at
1: 335.
0: (laughs) So that means if I'm practicing, I'm practicing from 3 to 335. And then we got 10 minutes to get to Kodak. That's the way my brain works. I'm trying to maximize my time. But usually, not usually, like 3 out of 10 times, something's going to go wrong.
1: Have something an exercise for you. Whatever amount of time that you think you have, just start with adding five minutes of cushion. Just five five minutes is not a lot of time. Five minutes goes, yeah. So what's the point of adding five minutes? Five. <laughs> <laughs> My next pet peeve is called Katie. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you suck. Okay, let's do a couple more because we we've been at, we've been at this forever. Um. I said that one. Okay, this is a um, this is a teaching pet peeve. I was just about to
1: ask. You got some of those? Okay,
0: <laughs> so one teaching pet peeve that I have is if I tell you to do something and you don't do it. This can mean several things. Um, my t- my orchestra got in my f- they feelings with me on Monday with this because I was like um. Alright, I'm at eighty three. Y'all take forty seven years to eighty three. Eighty three is in a box. <laughs> Rehearsal eighty three. It's in a box. You should be we've been in the same piece for ten minutes. Let's go. And then oh, I'll be like and they'll be like, Oh, okay. You started eighty two? Um, if I put um if I tell you to uh I'm like all right, y'all. Let's do this. Stop playing. Stop talking. You playing and talking. Oh, that's I'm a point like of these of mine. are not. And then and then you know what? I don't know why kids like me because I'm very rude, right? So I'll be like, all right, happy Monday, y'all. Stop playing. Stop talking. Y'all stop. Y'all keep playing. Y'all stop talking. I'm like these are not difficult instructions. I'm speaking English. <laughs> no, I said that too. I'd be mean, like, I said it in English. I don't know why <laughs> Right. Understand. And they looking at me like, because you know, that's like, so. Rude. do not like do not play what i'm talking because i might at your house and then i might at your house um pl- talking and i'm talking interrupting you right. I'm, I'm like i have my vocal cords on the floor trying to talk over your plan what <laughs> and i know like um educators will be like it's not a dictatorship but blah blah, blah blah i'm like listen it's i know so it's spent. not a dictatorship i joke around all the time uh, that's the thing. I think that's why kids don't know if they coming or going with me, because I'll joke around. I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna laugh and kiki, whatever. And that's fine as long as you listen to me, mm-hmm. because what's what's gonna happen is in December when this concert comes up, and I'm I've been too nice to you. Now we both looking crazy, mainly me, because you kids who they gonna blame when we sound when this supposed to be a D minor, we an E major. Mm-hmm. Who they gonna blame? So it's like when you don't listen to me when we're talking. I'm not trying. I I know the authority thing is weird, and we're trying to balance this out. But you gonna listen to me when I and, or and then, whatever, and the kids who be cutting up in the back, it'd be the main ones who can't play, cutting up in the back. I'll be looking at them like we don't want a problem. I'm like you don't want a problem with me. Is that's not, and they be looking like, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, little boy, it's not <laughs> our <all."> la boy. He's <laughs> not even little boy, Le la boy. <laughs> like, and I'm not, I'm not talking out of turn, piping up. I've acted this way when administrators came in my room. I don't care. Mm. All right, I like, I've I've had assistant principals sit in my room. And I, I act the same way. And you popping up on them as well? Like I'd be like, it is not I who you want a problem <laughs> <All> with. <right. laughs> and then in the same realm, you don't do what I say. This is like my private students. You don't do what I you, I tell you, I'm like, all right, so I need to see major scale. I need to see major arpeggio. Um, and I need you to learn like the first half of this Bach thing. You come back, a quarter of the Bach is learned. You did half the arpeggios. <laughs> you know, Miss Brown, I was like really busy. You weren't busy. You weren't. <laughs> If you like, I look, when, when kids say that, first of all, I was, I've been, you, you're you not gonna clown me. I've been in high school. When I was a senior in high school, I was taking straight APs. I, I threw shot. I was in the musical, blah, blah, blah. I did all that junk. And I still had time to practice. AP classes, especially like I went to a suburban school. I don't
1: know what's a genius
0: this is. I'm not a genius. No. And you could, and if you go ask Mr. Sue right there in that calculus class, you'd be like, 80? Okay, basic algebra, <laughs> but you're not busy. I don't if you if you are not on tour with your four brothers, then you're not busy. All right, you're not. So you coming here? i to feel pity for you because you got three little worksheets and soccer <laughs> and soccer practice. <laughs> and no, nah, like I said, so rude. And like I said, I'm rude. So I'm, I'm I say what I, I, I say what everyone's thinking in the room. I'm like, this is not where it needs to be. And this is not acceptable I'm like I, and then and then this is where they get in their feelings I'll be like so tell me what I have to do to get you to where you need to be it's like and if you want to send your kids to me send them here like you know what if my studio is uh, open the, the doors of the church are open your studio <laughs> <already. laughs> that's why I said I don't, I don't know maybe it's because I like I actually I do care about my kids whatever but it's like is if, you do it, if you do what I tell you to do, we're going to be great. And if you don't, we're going to have a problem. And if you don't want a problem with me, it will hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do would... your teacher's license was revoked. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, someone reported me to so the... For you know real? what? You don't know what state I got my um, certification in? She got it in... No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> You told everybody when you went to school. That don't mean nothing. I could have grew up in Michigan. She didn't. Lansing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where I grew up. Nevada. Wyoming. You said
1: where well, you grew up on the first episode. Oh.
0: <laughs> All right, my my third pet peeve is fake friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder why you don't have none of those. You have another pet peeve, sis, and no, then we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, I got one more Here that's been go. weighing heavy on Here my soul. There you go. Every
1: time in the orchestra, I don't know if this is a problem in other string sections, and you can tell me, but it, it has a unique terrible sound when bass players do it. When pizzicato in there, that don't mean just do anything you want. You can like and I know that pizzicato technique is not something that we that we focus on. Mm-hmm. Like even I like but even I don't like like focus on that, but Context clues will tell you that when you're playing some soft, tender, lyrical movement of a Tchaikovsky symphony, you shouldn't be doing jazz pits. This (laughs) is not your jazz combo. Y'all be (laughs) plunk, plunk. (laughs) Y'all just just think it's pizzicato, so y'all just do whatever. It's a different motion. It's a different motion. It's a different, there's a difference between jazz pits and orchestral pits. And and then there's differences between different orchestral pits. Y'all can't just plunk. Like, it sounds so bad. When everyone else is being so pretty mm. and just all this and then
0: on a downbeat. What? Well, see, composers don't really have us doing doing us dirty with like pits like that. You know, so we don't... I'm not going to say... I'm not going to speak on behalf of the, all of the orchestral repertoire. Like, we obviously pits, but I just haven't come into contact with that like recently. Just yeah. because like, violas at Eastman know how to act. Mm. Vios at you know how to act when it comes to... Ain't nobody... Pl- but my kids... Say no I'm hold saying, ounces
1: right that's what i'm saying like i just but they kids so that's people, different
0: well but you <laughs> but meanwhile they say eastman i guess they type they piping up <laughs> i just don't
1: understand why how you don't care how that like you don't yeah. listen to the things that you play mm-hmm. you don't hear that and you're like this sounds so out of place mm-hmm. and that this goes for everything your
0: vibrato all wide yeah. like that goes for anything it like it does not sound
1: good like it's like literally i don't get how people play stuff and don't listen to what they sound like like what Mm-hmm. and then there's one thing I get mistakes happen mistakes happen in orchestra whatever whatever something that happens with pizzicato um when you pluck and you accidentally do bar talk pits mm-hmm. so whatever happens sometimes you overestimate you know right more. right then you do it four, five times in a row. Now I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Now I have a problem. Yeah. Because I am not one. I think it's rude as hell. We talked about this. It's rude as hell to be turning around looking at people and they Because you're not going
0: to look at me when I make no mistake. I would never
1: ever do that to anybody. My, if my
0: stand partner, are oh, we beefing now? Right. Like,
1: right. I would never do that to somebody. Because you know what you did. I'm not your teacher. I'm not your, right. you know. Like everybody, you hear. I trust that you're here and you know, like yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, you'll take care of it. I'm not going to be craning my neck to look at you. Even if you make the mistake multiple times, I probably still won't do that. But I will be look, feeling some type of way And you make a, the same mistake six times and don't fix it. Right. Because now you're just not listening. Like, but, nah, that turning around, man, that's dumb rude. I had a stamp partner that used to do that too. What? This, like, he was just terrible. We can talk about him another day, but he was like... A terrible person and you
0: know me. i would say something because i don't care about saying you're nothing i don't so care about hurting nobody's feelings me. i just don't right like i would say something because you're not finna you're not my teacher exactly you're not so paying my tuition to be here exactly this same party was not at easement by the way just so people know but you know i'm not right i'm not here to study with you you're right. not signing this check
1: right. so right. it's
0: like you're not going to and you know i have a problem with people speaking to me any type of way and you're not like you know don't let the statue fool you pipe up Kicking your shins. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, my uh, my teacher teacher, undergrad, said, small but mighty. People meet me and be like, "Why wow, you dummy short?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah." Meanwhile, you breathing all that thin air up there. All right. <laughs> okay. You
1: got, you got everybody's farcing you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's move on.
1: Air fresh up here says <laughs> I'm not even that much taller than you
0: and scene okay um okay so this week's black excellence one of my personal faves i love him so so much of course um it's george taylor he's a professor of viola um here at eastman and i just i have so much respect for mr taylor like He's one of the kindest, most knowledgeable people. I remember I took a trial lesson with him, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is about to be good." Like, cause I'm like, he's black, and like, I've never had a black teacher for. I've never seen a black man in this space. Cause it's not only there are black, um there are black professors of music. We talked about um earlier talking about Juliet White Smith at Ohio State. She's black. teaches viola um so there are black people in these spaces but it's also like the fact that you're at Eastman and it's like I just it was like the most incredible thing for me to see like yo if I get into this school I'm sitting with a black man what and I take my trial lesson and I was (laughs) you know I I say whatever so he used some big old word and I'm like I don't know what that is (laughs) (laughs) like he's just he's just so knowledgeable he just knows what he's he's talking about Mm -hmm. like what like honestly one of the best is not the best teacher i've had so far and i don't i'm not just gassing him like i'll go to him with a problem and he'll be like all right well let's take this apart or whatever and and move it through um and he listens really well and he knows how to handle you as a student he's not he doesn't yell he doesn't put you down but it's, like, what you need. I'm also, his career is very impressive. First of all, he started playing viola quite late. He played violin for a while, um, and then he switched to viola. Uh, he Not for a while. He started violin when he was, like, 14, something like that. Oh. And I had to talk to him again to get the exact age. But pretty late, like, somewhere in high school. And then he switched to viola around the age of 12. 2021 wow. and just skyrocketed from there i'm talking about southern with the met um he was he's taught for a long time at uh duke um he did that for um from 1979 to 1986 and he was in uh the cmp quartet at duke university and then he came to eastman after that um and he still plays and performs he does a viola intensive that's where I first met Mr. Taylor he has a viola intensive here at Eastman um so he's still very involved um he sat on the jury for Sphinx he sat on the board for the American Viola Society so he's really involved and also like this one of my top favorite people and I just love him so so much so that's our black excellence this week as always if you have suggestions for black excellence please email them to us at podcast at gmail.com we love to hear it like i said last week that does not have to be performers it could be teachers educators classroom teachers general music teachers this black excellence doing the good work of the people through classical music so before we go sis you have a piece that uh we forgot about that's a bop or we want to get out of here I think that we gave them more than enough pieces I think so. to
1: uh, to listen to during
0: our intermission. So. I think so. Thank you for listening. Joining us again this week. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All Classically Black Podcast. Um, all that stuff is in the description right. box below. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.